Live from the Titanic experience, everyone has a role to play on this doomed journey aboard an un-unsinkable ship. I can't help but wish I was someone else other than Billy Zane. This is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hello, everybody. This is Brandon. Welcome back to yet another episode of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Yes, absolutely. So, so happy you could be here. I'm it, I'm so it happy. It warms my heart. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, wait, are you saying like me or the listeners? No, I'm just glad we got Skype working finally. Oh. We could we could actually <laughs> record this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense too. Um Travis, I I do have a question. Uh obviously in, we were live from uh the Titanic experience. Like what which character in the Titanic would you be? Which would you choose? If if I was a character from Titanic? Yes. Uh, and you're putting me on the spot here because I want to say it's been at least a decade since <laughs> I saw the film. Well, it was 1912. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would be I would be the guy who is doing the research expedition, uh, to search for. The heart of the ocean, or whatever. Oh man, what a cop out! What a yeah. cop out! I I would be in the flash forwards. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't even be back there sinking it up. And the old sinker ship. And you know what? Uh, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. So in a way, it, was that Bill Paxton? In a way, you, you still died. <laughs> so <laughs> the, too, soon. Too, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. R.I.P. Uh, all right. Well, if if you want to let us know who you would be on the Titanic. There are plenty of ways you can do that. You can head over to our various social media outlets over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, uh, on the Reddits, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, uh, our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. We're, we're also on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. I'm, I'm cross pollinating our references yeah. now. I, I, I don't want to get things too confused. I'm cool. Uh, with but that. we do have email. We have email. So if you want to shoot us an email, head, head over to. Your email, maybe use Outlook, maybe you use Hotmail, yes. uh, but <laughs> type in Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com and that will send your message directly to us. So, Brandon. Yeah, Travis. What's another, up? another, another week, one, one step closer in, in the progress of history yeah. towards an eventual season three of Rick and yeah. Morty. Heck, heck uh, yeah. One, <laughs> one step closer to the edge, and I'm about to season three. And I'm about to copyright in print. <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, we should start this show, I feel, uh-huh. the, the way we've started so many episodes in the past. So many. And that's with completely improv- improvisational music and some <laughs> semi-pertinent news. It's semi-pertinent news. N-E-W-S. Semi-pertinent. And that's the way the news goes. Okay, uh, here we Sorry, are. That was, that was, I think that was the shittiest one I've done so <laughs> so far. We, we we need to we need to solidify that before it just completely goes off the rails. You know, every, I mean, more so than it already is. You know, I get I there's pressure there's pressure for me to do something you know completely random and stupid every week on this, <laughs> and like it 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 burns into my my thinking in over the course of the week, or like I'm in the shower, I'm like. Hmm. How can I? How can I change it up next week? It consumes your waking thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Your dreams are are haunted by the yeah. notion of 
potential theme <gasps> songs that <gasps> we have to come up oh with. Oh my god, theme song. Just uh, waking up in a cold sweat. <laughs> just, just your 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 wife is shaking you awake. You were doing it again, Brandon. You were you were making music with your mouth. Yeah, which which is her favorite activity <laughs> from me. <laughs> and and so unfortunately, uh here in semi pertinent news, it is a little bit of a slow news week yet again. Yeah. But we had some things that happened. We have we have some things to talk about. Uh the first thing being we we had some tweets that were liked and potentially retweeted by some of the Rixdiverse creators. The, yeah. the folks over on the Twitters who are who have been doing the Fed Connect website. They also apparently did the updates on Instagram for the Rixdiverse. And it wasn't like they I saw the tweets were liked over mm. the week and I was like, all right, cool. That's right on. Thanks for liking our tweet. <laughs> but then as I kind of like did the exploration on Twitter, I realized, oh, these guys actually made it and they're liking our tweet because we gave them a shout out. Yeah, they're drawing it. They're draw- they are drawing it. Yeah. And writing it. And write- not the not the show, <laughs> but all this in, in, alternate in, reality or what do, what do you call that? Augmented reality? Yeah. A- AR. AR. Uh yeah, and and the Gazorpazorp comics that I love so so much. Uh so for for you listeners, we did we did reach out to them. Hopefully we get a chance to extend that conversation a little bit more, see if we can do an interview or at least have them answer some questions. For a future episode, they're working on that as well. So yeah, and so it, no, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, maybe in a future episode that we'll we'll solicit some some question ideas from you guys for whatever you want to whatever want to hear, and then we'll we'll ask away. We'll now, ask away want, on behalf of you. With there, there's not a lot of news about the show, but the one thing that does continue to provide us with more content, yeah. more information, if you will, yeah, is that Fed Connect website. I I honestly don't think to go there on a regular basis. I I don't know why. Yeah. But then when we go to do like research for show topics, I'm like, oh, I should go see if there's any new posts. And there are always new posts out there, Brandon. They are, they are, if, if this podcast is not filling the Rick and Morty shaped hole in your heart, which if it's not, I can only, I can can only hope that it does, but if it's not filling your hole, Travis, if it's just not quite enough to get get your eye holes all filled up, yeah, especially because it's an audio podcast, like uh, the, the girth of the content. If it's not <laughs> enough, uh, you know, head out, head out to Fed Connect because there, there's, there's constantly stuff growing. Yeah, uh, to, it's it's engorged with content. So, <laughs> uh, one of the things we asked last week when we talked about the Rixdiverse updates mm-hmm. uh, was Conroy. There was an image in one of the many Instagram yeah. images where Summer is like getting out of the shower or something, and there's a robot there, and she's talking about Conroy. Uh, and I, I asked, I was like, I wonder what that is. Is that like a a household robot that they have now? Is it is it the what is her name? Rosie. Rosie. Uh, Rosie. From yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the Jetsons. And fun fact. There is another video that has come out in the last week that talks about five life hacks for you if you're feeling depressed as a human in the new uh, Federation-controlled Earth. And one of the things is if you're tired of doing household chores, you can get a Conroy. If, if, you, if you're a qualifying family, yeah. they, they made sure to mention that. 
<laughs> but yeah, and it's a it's a robotic personal assistant that can, you know, hang out in your house and and haunt your dreams. Uh, it whether or not it was a hundred percent helpful was hard to say within the video because the guy is kind of afraid of it in one scene, but. <laughs> Apparently, the Smiths, and I don't know if this is based on Jerry's new job or what, but they qualify for a Conroy robot. And so I'm seeing it now in two parts of this extended universe. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty convinced we'll see something of that character in, in, a, in a future episode. Yeah, you know, uh, you, you mentioned uh, Jerry's new job, right? And, and I, I, I'm not sure the that we've seen what his new job is yet, um, but... There was an article out over on FedConnect about like the first uh, alien CEO of a human company, mm-hmm. and uh, this this alien CEO like found this this discarded advertisement in the trash can uh, that <laughs> he has used as such a simple slogan, "Hungry for apples," and it's just it's just a hit across the universe. Because uh, because you know why? Because it's not a got milk ripoff. Exactly it's right. Not. It's, exactly right. It's so deri- it's der- it's derivative, but it's not a direct ripoff. <laughs> so so I'm, so I, I don't know that you know maybe maybe I'm 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 reaching too much into it, but maybe maybe uh, Jerry Smith got a little bit of credit. These are the burning questions that we hope will be answered one day. Yes. Uh, when when the show comes back. Uh, another thing I found interesting was something that said something about if you were tired of cooking, just eat federally supplied pills because they're the only legal currency in a post-federation earth uh okay that's a thing i'm, I'm really curious because I, and and brandon i know yeah. this is not necessarily news related but there's a lot going on in all of this advertising for the show talking about the new earth and this new you know galactic federation run earth how do you feel about the show moving into that and kind of do you think it'll stick long term? Do you think it'll change the tone of the show in any way, or do you think it's just like the next step in in the progress of the, of the show? I I don't know, man. I think it's a good way to uh, to make fun of or incorporate some like uh, V uh, those kind of shows or alienation, like any of any of those 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 sci fi shows where aliens have come down and integrated with with Earth. I think it's a good way to like start playing off of some of those tropes. Yeah, I I like it. I like all of the the gags and things that we've been seeing in in this advertising campaign. The only thing I am hesitant about is the way the show in the first two seasons was able to pair very sci-fi themes and and adventures with very mundane normal life sorts of situations as well. Mm. Mm. And and you could and you could almost separate the storylines and have one storyline about a crazy adventure that Rick and Morty were on. And at the same time, have a story about, you know, Jerry's parents coming for Christmas and him having to deal with their new lifestyle. Yeah. You know, and so it's very much not a sci-fi <laughs> alien sort of situation. Still funny, still interesting, but... And and I wonder how Jerry's not, parents' not the relationship uh, is, is going. Like, I would like to, you know, of all the things I want to see in Rick and Morty, I really want to really check w- back in on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, you know, like... That's love, you know, and sometimes you just need love in such a cynical, hard-worn world. And sometimes you need to hide in the closet in a Superman costume. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it just is what it is. Yeah. All right, one more one more thing about the the Rixdiverse or or the FedConnect website before we move on to other things. 
uh, and at the actual core subject of the show. Yeah. Uh, there, there was one video that I spent too much time on this week, and that was a one of their BuzzFeed style videos, and it was all about robots and like uh, lines that you can try on your date uh-huh. to to have a have a hot night. And it was all binary, right? So yeah. it was it was seven things you could do, and it started out with some pretty short binary lines. And I was like, you know, I could, I could translate this. I could I could find a, a website and t- translate some binary. And so there's no way to like copy paste out of a video. So I just had to to pause the video oh. and then start and then start punching in the numbers. So the the first slogan. Uh, when you really want to get the the night going, uh-huh. what translated to "my hole is swampy"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, heard, the, heard that one before. <laughs> the next the next phrase was "give me that ingle." I'm I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure if I translated that correctly, but it was it was something to that effect. Yeah, uh, and then there there was another one that was "let's both submit to the federation together." Uh, so so. Romance. I started going through these ones, and the very last one took up the whole frame of the video, and it was vi- it was very difficult to translate, and I didn't get through all of it. it <laughs> I, the, the I got almost almost like a third of the way through the screen, and it said, "In order to be an upstanding citizen of the Galactic Federation, all legal." And then I completely lost my place and right. I got all confused. And I was like, you know what? I can't do it. Fuck I, it. We'll do I, it live. I can't. I can't. So, so here's my challenge to our listeners. Maybe you have more patience than me or better focus. <laughs> and if that's the case, head over to that FedConnect website. The very last, because, you know, it's very possible the, the release date of season three could be in these binary. It's, 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 it's possible. And, I'm sh- and, and we're just all too lazy to, to go and figure it out. Um, but if you if you can figure out the translation for that last slide uh, and shoot it over to us over on Twitter, over on the uh, the, the subreddit, we'll be sure to uh, well you know we'll retweet you and, yeah. and give you a sh- give you a short out on, on a future episode. All all that all that good stuff. Uh, th- this is the last thing I want to say in in Ram news uh, in slow Ram news. And I, you know, I think it's important. I think it's important that we realize that celebrities are just like us. Uh, yeah, from they're just fr- like us. From Mr. Poopy Butthole to uh, celebrities such as Daniel Radcliffe, who was was spotted wearing a, a Rick and Morty shirt. That's uh, right. That's Harry Potter himself. Harry, the Harry Potter man himself. And I was like, Daniel. Uh, and also, Wake a Flocka, Waka Flocka. Waka, waka 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 Flocka, Flocka. Flocka. I believe he the, is a famous a rapper artist famous rapper a a, a lyrical gangsta that's perhaps? right I don't I don't know that's right and he, he but tweet, yeah he, he he tweeted out uh Rick and Morty's best show ever and you know this is great this is great you can't, you can't argue with that we should all like just all hang out in a room and be like hey wake a wake a Flocka Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> Let's talk about Rick and Morty together as brothers. So yeah, if they want if they want to come on the podcast and chat about the show, standing invitation anytime. <laughs> just let us know, guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's that's it for uh, semi pertinent Rick and Morty news. Let's move on to the main thing. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. Let's move on to it. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. When when are you going to do the music for it? No, oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so this week's main thing, and and we haven't actually written the episode title yet, but there's a good chance uh, based on the title you'll know what we're talking about, and that is summer. 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 Time. I know it's I know it's spring, yeah. and, and the pollen is in the air, and the allergens are high, but and we we're going to get right through spring and jump right into summer. Uh, this is our second, well, third ish character yeah. study. We 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 talked about unity for an episode, but this is this is another headliner, another another core yeah. main character, uh, another Smith family member, if you will. Uh, and Summer is an interesting character for me, uh, because I have, I think I've shifted in my perspective on Summer after subsequent rewatchings of the seasons and yeah. things like that. So you've gotten uh, you've I'll, gotten shifted. Instead of Swifty, oh yeah, yeah, Shifty. <laughs> uh, so I want to, I want to, I, I pointed out a few, I think, really summer centric episodes or, or episodes that feature summer and sort of help me to kind of get an understanding of the character and and what her motivations are. Uh, the first one was raising Gazorpazort, mm-hmm. and and because she goes on the adventure with Rick. She actually goes to Gazorp Zorp and is is sort of forced to be in control in, because when they are with all of the Amazonian Gazorp Zorpians, yeah. uh, she that that was that was an interesting uh, new role for her within the show. Um, something wicked this way comes. Yes, Lives. where she has her first job. Yeah, yeah, uh, I Need, love that. Lo- lo- love that episode. <laughs> love love the episode for all the Twilight Zone. Friday Thirteenth, uh, Tales from the Dark Side esque stuff. Oh, just all the little <laughs> Easter eggs in there. Yeah, uh, and then uh, get Swifty. Uh, this episode, it's really focused a lot on the giant floating heads and yeah. and what Rick and Morty are doing. But there's all the B plot where Summer is at home, and they're developing this new religion for the floating heads. Yeah, and she. And- becomes totally like bought into it and is serving her parents and stuff. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think that's interesting kind of to see how summer reacts in that situation. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think, it, uh, I think that episode is, you know, it's more focused on, and, and I like this, that Beth and Jerry are like, that's, that's their story basically, but it's, it's them like getting along and they're not fighting. And there's like their partner's, in that a- aspect, like it's one of the, the rare times in the series with, where they are on the same page with everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and in summer, yeah, totally bought into the cult. The, the, the <laughs> yeah, she did. She did <laughs> farming them potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she's all about farming potatoes and uh, selling turquoise. Those are the things that she's <laughs> all about. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, so let's let's look at. Summer as a person, as a character. Um, first and foremost, she's sort of a typical teen in a lot of scenes. I think a, a modern day teenager almost always has her phone out. Yeah, uh, she she's not really into the idea of hanging out with her parents or things like that. But at the same time, she still seems to want that connection and want to be. I don't know have their approval or things like that. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and you see, you see glimpses of that throughout the show. Yeah. I, I mean, like the, the first episode when, when Rick shows up in the, 
the guy's talking to her and she's like, oh my God, oh my God. And then Rick freezes him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the moment we're going to tell our children about. <laughs> and then he shatters into a bunch of pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she, she's just always, always been like that. Uh, and I just, I just think it's funny uh, like that all the stuff like back um, goes back on her like at, at the very the last episode of season one uh, where they have the party and then the the nerdy girl's like you're kind of a you kind of suck summer we're gonna go party without you and then yeah and squanchy yeah. is like whatever he says <laughs> Dude. yeah party's over at his squanch um yeah it's she's she's trying to get that approval she wants to be popular um i think that's clear in, in the episode that you just referenced um but yeah i think she just she wants to do normal teenage things and kind of grow into her own person but she's also got this crazy un- or crazy grandfather who is yeah. capable of going on crazy adventures capable and More she doesn't capable, she, I'd say. she doesn't she doesn't want to necessarily be a part of it but at the same time she's she's she does she and yeah she then it starts then it starts to be a competition between her and morty right for for grandpa's attention uh yeah yeah and i think uh there's there's even a point i i can't remember the episode it may have been the unity episode where she was like like she said something about it she was like that that the grandpa rick or oh no, it's the one where they're. It's the season two premiere. Yeah, yeah. Red Grin. They're the Red Grin Grumbolt of. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. Uh, uh, but yeah, and so they're kind of fighting for for Grandpa's attention. Yeah. Um, I. I'm. Yeah. I'm confused at times with Summer because there are times where the writers use her to kind of be, uh, like the the. The damsel in distress. Yeah. But in other times, she seems very capable of taking care of her own problems and, and you know, defending herself. The, yeah. the, epi- the episode where she's locked in the spaceship while Rick and Morty go in, into all of the batteries. <laughs> Keep uh, Summer safe. Yeah. I, I don't know why that was necessary for Summer to kind of be locked in there and... I mean, I guess it was just like, I mean, "Hey, me and Morty are gonna go do this." You gotta and... have a, you gotta have a joke, you know. You gotta have, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have a, a solid B plot, and and that you know, one... and it's it's a funny one. Like, <laughs> I I love the way the the spaceship is able to defend her even through nonviolence. Yeah, and and, and really, I, I think that's that's less of her being incapable and more of of Rick just not trusting her as a woman still yeah yeah he's he's very uh what's what's the word i'm looking for uh uh misogynist yeah there you go (laughs) there you go a massage a massage agendist a misogynist yeah uh and and that again is very clear when they go to gazorp Gazorp and he's Mm. just completely bashing women and Almost to a point where I'm uncomfortable with that aspect of Rick, <laughs> where it's like it's like when you're around your actual grandfather, yes. and he says something super like sexist or racist, and you're just like, ah, no, and that's it, not okay. Yeah, you can't, you but can't be, say that, Grandpa. But you can't like say that to him because he's already just like fifty years into his ways. So you're, <laughs> so you're just kind of like, eh. 
<laughs> just how, can, like this. How how effectively can I change his 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 thoughts before <laughs> the, he's no longer a part of this world? Like the smallest uh, pity laughter, <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. It's cringeworthy is is the is the best I can say. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, can't so, wait till he does. Uh, ooh, okay. What? Wait, what? Moving <laughs> on back to summer. <laughs> Uh, so we, we talked a little bit about her being a, a typical teen wanting to yeah. be popular. Uh, she goes through having her first job. We talked about needful things yeah. and, Mr. Needful. needful yeah. dot needful.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's interesting where she's, we see her really trying to get on Mr. Needful's good side, uh, almost in that way that we've been talking about her trying to get Rick's attention. Yeah. She's, she's almost using Mr. Needful, uh, to, to be the substitute for that. Yeah. And then, which is really interesting at the end when her and Rick come together and it's such a short, like joke where they get super buff and then go beat him up. <laughs> but the fact that they do that together is sort of the resolution of that whole situation where yeah, they, she was, she was doing that and hanging out with him and trying to get on Mr. Needful's, the devil's good side because she wanted that with Rick and th- and then eventually they did they 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 bonded over the the plot to kick the crap out of it yeah yeah and and right right after Mr. Needful betrays her and and they go into the living room and they're like basically neither of them learned their lesson <laughs> right <laughs> like yeah. they 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 don't know what the moral is uh you know that's that's another way of them coming together and be like all right we kind of we kind of we kind of need each other a little bit. Yeah. X going to give it to you. What? Uh, okay. So let's, let's talk about summer being an accident. I yeah. mean, a surprise. Uh, I mean, let's go to, let's go to Rick's, Rick, Rick's minutes for that. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Oh, here I am. We're playing Yahtzee. Uh, it's all about Yahtzee with, with the Smith family. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's interesting that there are so many worlds, so many universes and, uh, sh- she's not in a lot of them, which, which I think we've talked about this before, which I think that implies also that Morty also should exist in that world. Yeah. I think, I think Morty is essentially a follow on result of the fact that summer exists yeah. and therefore if summer exists. They stay together. And so then Morty can exist, which yeah. if you really think about it, there's probably a certain number of dimensions in which neither of them exist. And then more so where summer do. And then, you know, Oh my, you, oh my God. Uh, oh, uh, that's the math. I anyway. Have a headache. <laughs> um, but, but, but so that, that episode is really uh, telling because there's, there's almost this tension within the family where Beth and Jerry know that part of the reason they're together at all is because of summer and whether or not they resent her for that or whether or not they're thankful for her that that's the case. But there's, there is that part of them where they, they're like, what if, what? And, and I think for summer when she realizes that and knows about that, that's not easy for her to take and, and really causes her to question her place both in the family and in the world. Yeah. I, I sometimes think of like, like I, I feel bad when like I, I walked in on my mom and I was like a kid and she was like, uh, she's on the phone with a friend and she's like, he's just so damn hyper. I just don't know how to deal with them. 
and like and how like crushing that was like even though it's like not it's not a huge thing it was just like crushing to me like my mom thinks i'm super hyper <laughs> um so you know finding out that uh you are you are an accident and the only reason that your your parents are together uh yeah i can i can imagine that that's 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 kind of damning to your self-esteem um what do you think about summer and her do do you think do you think that whole need to be wanted to be popular is could almost be looked at as a result of her parents not wanting her <laughs> uh there there may be an aspect of that it's a stretch I, I know it's a stretch you know it is i think there's also just the fact that she is you know a teenager and i think we all go through that as teenagers yeah. where you just want to feel accepted and you want to it's like the, know that that you belong. It's like yeah. this show, you know. We want it. We want it to get a, be accepted. We're like in our teenage years with this podcast. Um, <laughs> we just we just want you to like us. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do think that uh, it's you know obviously uh, Beth and Jerry love summer, right? In 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 the episode with Cronenberg World, uh, you know they summer is spending time with them, uh, recounting the plot of Jaws. Like black eyes, like doll's eyes. <laughs> I, you know, and but also that's that shows the resiliency of Summer, I think, too, and the fact that she she's in that you know horrible situation, but is like trying to make the best out of it. Like, hey, let me let me do the TV thing, <laughs> and I don't know. I I think it's the the part of Summer, and it, when when we were talking to Kyle Starks. Uh, a few weeks back, he talked about how he really liked writing for Summer and how Summer was one of his favorite characters in the show. And that really got me thinking. It got me thinking about the fact that there is a standalone uh, comic series with Summer and Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah. And and what is it about Summer that kind of is uh, attractive in that way? And, and she really is uh, a character that is willing to take charge of a situation and isn't afraid to kind of go and do cer certain things yeah. where, where Morty a lot of the time may be unsure or more hesitant. She, I think in a lot of situations is like, okay, well like we have to do this, so I'm going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can see that. And, and they, in some of like the, the one-off stories inside the comics, right? Like, uh, it's, that's who she, like the one where she's like leading these anthropomorphic food items, <laughs> uh into war um in in that uh in the comics also like she's you know head of the rebellion as well um i, th I think that says a lot of, i think that says a lot about summer huh. yeah yeah overall overall i yeah i wasn't uh, also I wasn't... also she's really hot in 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 the the dream world <laughs> let me just let me just say uh you know when they're going down in the dream world uh you know and she's hitting on morty just super hot you know, and I think that's what the writers in look the most, for in the most awkward way possible. <laughs> I think that's what writers look for. Really, they they really they want to, they want to make their characters sexy. Um, All they, right, and I what think were we talking about? Rick and Morty um, needs more sexy characters, like more <laughs> unities, more scantily clad uh, Beths and Summers. You you just you really like the uh, <laughs> the sex robot in the Gazorpasort episode? No, no, I, I don't, I don't. I, I, oh. I think that's a little creepy. Uh, okay, good. I need good. a I need a real, uh, animated woman. <laughs> we, 
<laughs> well, I, at least I'm figuring out where your boundaries are. Yeah. So, so that's good. <laughs> uh, any, any, anything else that you particularly like or dislike about summer that uh, stands out in your mind? No. <laughs> oh, good. Good. No. So, well, in that case, summer, summer, summer's awesome because she, she's a good use of kind of this, you know, optimism, I guess. And uh, yeah. as you, as you said before, resiliency. So, so I think it's, it's, it, she's good to write for because, uh, because she's, it, it's just like an improv, right? You're supposed to say yes. And you're not supposed to say no. And she's a very yes. And character to where she's going to go with whatever the plot needs. And she's going to be happy to do it because, because um, it pushes it forward. So I, yeah. I think that that's part of uh, what makes her a good character. All right. Well, that's what we like about summer. If you, if you have some things or some thoughts on the character of summer Smith, then let hit us up over on the Twitters or the reddits yeah, or, the, or the emails, emails, emails. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let us know what you guys think about summer and we can continue this conversation over there. Brand it's time. Yeah. It's the last thing that we do every single week, every single week. It's listen, time for oh, oh listen, listen, is, is there music and happening? Questions and short I've I've been doing like the fade out. Like I did the fade out thing yeah, twice today. You did. It's a little tired. Yeah. I think you should retire it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yes. I need new material. Time uh, for some listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, the first reviews, one. The first reviews one. are coming in. Yeah. Heck yeah. Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Oh my god. You. Uh, after this conversation about summer scantily clad, and now we're talking about hot and heavy. Come on, Travis. <laughs> it's early. It's a Sunday morning for me. Uh, first up, we have a review from It's a Me, Carly. It's a Me, a Carly. Uh, is that a Mario? Is is she referencing Mario? I, I can only assume it's a Mario reference because I don't know anyone else who says It's a Me. <laughs> uh, my mom used a, to a Mario. Oh, oh. Well, uh, she, okay. had a, she had a stutter. Uh, uh, so Carly writes, mm-hmm. love this podcast on a very deep level. Ooh. Brandon and Travis are hilarious and cover some great topics. I look forward to each new episode. Thank you, Carly. Thank thank you, Carly. I'm glad we fooled you about the being hilarious. <laughs> or, yes. at le- or at least you wrote about it. <laughs> at, at least we got that in before this episode where we may or may not be hilarious. Yeah, that, that's it. It did, it did come right after the in-depth conversation about buttholes. So <laughs> that, that could, that could have been something that, that spurred that on. In, in, in every, in every show, every podcast, uh, any bit of media, you want to like highlight the best, the best of. And I, I think I would put that in our best of, like I'd put that on a, on a demo reel. The cream rises to the top. <laughs> cream of the crop. Yeah. Cream of the crop. Uh, so some other, some other short outs that we have. Uh, a few fellow podcasters, thank you so much. It, you know, if you if you're listening to podcasts, uh, thank you. But this is a labor of love. Podcasters, all podcasters, usually don't do it for money or fame or success. They do it because they love it, and it's great that fellow podcasters are willing to support the shows that they enjoy. So, uh, Nerds with Words, the podcast, they they were reaching out to us. Uh, they left a nice review on the show. And they're interested in uh, doing some sort of interview type thing. So, so we'll see. Uh, also, the Robin Slim podcast. Uh, yeah. they, they included us in their Follow Fridays. Uh, so thanks for the shout out there. They do a live show 
uh, every week and have asked us to be on. I don't know if we've actually responded yet. No, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm sure. I'm sure we. Uh, Brandon, would you like to be on their podcast? Oh, uh, we yeah. Talk about this maybe in through Messenger, <laughs> our normal forms of communication. Yeah, sure. But, uh, Rob, Robin Slim. I mean, this is this is your official notification that yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, let us know a time. We'll we'll try to work it out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks to all the fellow podcasters and thank you. Thank you to the listeners. Um, I, I want to say this last week was a record week for us as far as total downloads across all of our podcasts. Uh, and that is in no small part due to the listeners of the Rick and Morty, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, yes. the Mitchell RSS. So thank you to you. Thank you to the listeners. And we will keep making these right up until season three starts and then, and then, we're then stop when then not. Duh any more episodes ever <laughs> that may not be true until the break uh, you know we should you know this show should just be like a, a rick and morty break podcast <laughs> where we, <laughs> we don't talk about any any actual episode while it, the show is airing but just in between yeah and we should not even like recognize that the shows existed <laughs> we'll just we'll just live in a dimension that never gets season three yes it's like half-life three just like half-life i saw that i saw that image uh, the Rick and Morty season three, Half Life three, uh, split image. Yep. So coming to you from Valve. That's so, right. All right, that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, as as some of you have already, and and you want to help us out, head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It will help us to get the word out to other listeners. And or if you don't like iTunes, if you're you're very opposed to the thought of Apple and all of their products. Yeah. Uh, whatever podcatcher you use, head out and give the show a review on there. And we would very much appreciate it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but I guess that's it. I guess that's it for this episode. Thank you, Travis. Uh, Thank you is for, it, for talking. Is there, is there one more thing? I, you, you prepped something earlier. Oh yeah. Do you, do, do you want to leave with that? Uh, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> uh, so as, as we exit the show, uh, I really should have put this in the uh, the, the semi-pertinent news, news. yeah. Uh, but look, along with the celebrities Daniel Radcliffe and Wake Flocka, Walk Flocka, whatever, uh, however you say his name, uh, we also have some other folks who love the sh- show Rick and Morty. Uh, League of Legends announcers, and so <laughs> here, well, which shouldn't come as any surprise, <laughs> but oh uh, yeah. god, yeah, I, I love League of Legends. Uh, I suck at it, but uh, Twitch for life. Um, yeah. So, so, so we will leave you with a a small soundbite of uh, League of Legends commentators and their appreciation for Rick and Morty. Until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for it. And what a dub! Welcome back to Berlin for game two <laughs> between Fnatic and Giants. Time to get swifty. Time to get swifty. Yeah, I like that. I like that.